All right. Welcome. Welcome to another StayCurious.org podcast. Uh, changing up the intro a little bit. So we got uh, big kudos to John Kennedy over in the UK for letting us uh, use that intro music. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you like that little intro song. We're going to be experimenting as we, uh, we move forward with the, the rest of summer here. But, uh, yeah, welcome back, everybody. Took a little two-month break, I guess, after that first season intro and the uh, fashion show podcast. So apologies for that. But uh, welcome to the StayCurious.org podcast. I'm your chancellor of curiosity. My name is Heike. And uh, this is the podcast dedicated to uh, help you kung fu your curiosity. We've all heard the term kung fu before, um, unless you've been living under a rock over the last few decades and haven't seen any type of movie, you've probably seen some sort of kung fu master on the silver screen, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jet Li. I mean, even if you're a Disney fan, uh, I think the, the Kung Fu Panda, there was Poe, that overweight, clumsy, food-driven panda that uh, ultimately ends up uh, becoming a master of kung fu. But did you know that the term refers to any study? learning or practice that requires patience, energy, and time to complete. In its original meaning, Kung Fu can refer to any any discipline or skill achieved through hard work and practice, not necessarily martial arts. So this is the podcast to kind of help you master your curiosity, if you will. And some of you new listeners and old listeners might be asking, well, are you a scholastic achieved uh, educator? Uh, The answer is no. Are you uh, famous? Absolutely not. And uh, do you have any successful curiosity kind of stories to tell? Absolutely. And we'll be sharing those more as we uh, move forward here. But again, this is uh, the podcast to kind of, as I learn more about curiosity and the different types out there to help you master yours and kind of see what you can do with yours. Um, Whether you're trying to avoid boredom or solitude by seeking stimulation from any source, which is actually called diversive curiosity, or if you're lusting after a particular piece of information or feeding your desire for a deep knowledge, which is called epistemic curiosity, you'll know the difference between them all sooner than later. You know, the goal is to kind of go through the the more academic jargon in upcoming podcasts and kind of educate you, the listener, with the various types of curiosity out there and then help you blur the lines with all the mind porn out there and uh, to help you blur them together properly, if you will. I do want to apologize for any uh, kind of puppy barking, yelping that you hear in the background. I just started fostering puppies uh, a couple of weeks ago, and so they're they're contained, but uh, I can hear them. I don't know if the mic is picking them up. So if you do hear the yelping, uh, they're just terrorizing each other, and uh, we are not torturing puppies here. But uh, again, apologies for the long delay in getting this next show out. You know, my excuses range from uh, I've been working on my muffin top for hot boy summer, fostering puppies, and I just actually entered the food and beverage industry. And holy shit, I got to say, I've never bartended and never served in a restaurant uh, before in my life. I was fortunate enough to kind of skip that uh, part of my 20s and 30s. And uh, I I have uh, some wonderful, fun experiences to share uh, with you in the upcoming shows uh, of of people's uh, relationship with alcohol and food and, uh, you know, being behind the bar uh, on the opposite side of the bar, if you will. But more on that on future shows. But uh, overall, it's been a fun summer in the land. You know, 
it seems that people are adjusting to normal 2.0 since the pandemic has kind of come and gone, if you will, or at least been maintained. But one of the things I have noticed, there's still a large group of people complaining about their summer expectations. I mean, it's ridiculous being in the service industry kind of and hearing the amount of people complain, let alone just being the observer that I am. And I, I've, I've heard more people bitch about how they were going to visit the beach, go on trips, travel, have parties, and do all these like grandiose you know, summer plans that never happened. Well, here's a free tip for, for most of y'all. If you want your order, in order for your expectations to match your reality, maybe don't spend the summer drinking whatever seltzer is being marketed that week while trying to find the right position to hold your phone so the sun doesn't block out the screen before you black out. Try, try to snap like memories with your brain. You know, try, try putting the phone down and not having to snap every moment for TikTok or Instagram. Maybe try being present with the, yourself. Maybe be present with the people you're with and make a memory just for yourself. Or maybe try reading a book after every 10 selfies you post. I don't know. You can check out the staycurious.org shop if you're, if you're looking for a good read. We're always adding you know, new books and whatnot that uh, the listeners suggest. And one of the new formats of the show is we actually have uh, some room for advertisements now. We've been reached out uh, by, by a handful of uh, uh, people that want to get on the air, get on the, the, the podcast. So this actually episode is, uh, of staycurious.org podcast is sponsored by Parody Beef. I believe I'm saying that right. Pero de beef. Yeah. Finally, a veggie burger that contains real beef made with the finest cuts of topside sirloin from a herd kept in a classified location. Parody veggie burgers are not only vegetarian burgers on the market, but they're made with 100% real beef. We're talking 100% beef, nut-free, suitable for vegans, dairy-free, and no preservatives. You get the taste of beef, all the goodness of beef, and all the beef of beef in a 100% vegetarian burger. And if you're wondering, WTF, is that real? Uh, the answer is no. That collections of wor- the collection of words is actually called a parody. Get it? Parody beef? The show still remains privately funded by yours truly and a handful of supporters and donors. If you feel like supporting staycurious.org podcast or the website, then check out the official staycurious.org shop and visit the support page. It's simple math, people. The more supporters... the Plus more donations equals building a better organization to help you build your, you know, Kung Fu mind, mind gym, if you will, and foster your education. We do receive a lot of emails from companies out there for possible collaborations and ads. But since this is a one man operation, like I get the luxury of being selective with what advertisements to show and like partner up with. I was recently surprised, though, by the random advertisers reaching out. And I don't know if it's like spam, you know, spam advertisers or what. But uh, some of these companies just don't seem to align with the brand positioning of Stay Curious. So, like, for instance, like, do you really want to hear another advertisement for whatever man mower or body trimmer is out there? Personally, I like using my trimmer from high school as it forces me to have a steady hand to go super slow and like do that, that, that maintenance, that, that trimming like with ease, not to kind of blaze through it. I mean, the last thing I wanted to do is kind of lose that craft of taking the years to trim and, and kind of maintain my, my manscaping so that my coin purse ends up, doesn't end up looking like a puppy has used it as a chew toy. I mean, that's, 
that's just gross and, and, and very painful ultimately. So, you know, sure, we could probably use the extra cash uh, and having some random ad in here, but I guess I'm still naive enough to enjoy having all the creative freedom and control of what each episode uh, is is contained or, con- you know, contains and is uh, delivered to your ear holes there. So speaking of puppies, like I said, that's a great segue into the uh, the new topic or the topic for this, this, this podcast is, is fostering. And what does it mean to be foster? Or what does the definition of foster mean? Merriam-Webster defines foster as an adjective. It's uh, affording, receiving, or sharing nurture or parental care, though not related by blood or legal ties. As a verb, foster means to promote growth and development. And throughout this whole fostering of puppies, I can easily see how that is, you know, kind of more apparent in my life. The last two years in Cleveland, I've just basically been in solitude and meeting a handful of locals or whatnot and not really having too much responsibility. But uh, this new endeavor of fostering puppies is is quite entertaining, to say the least. I'm currently in my second set of fostering puppies. Uh, the first set of puppies I got probably two and a half weeks ago included a set of uh, Shepherd Mutt brothers that were about eight weeks old. And I only had them for a one week and uh, it was a wild week, to say the least. I picked them up from a rescue farm here in uh, northeast Ohio, fostered them for a week, and then dropped them off at the APL the following week so they can get put on the adoption you know, kind of website and, and cycle and whatnot to find good homes. And while I was told I could visit the website to see if the, the puppies had been adopted, I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't bear like seeing like if they were like online and then gone it's kind of like lurking on your ex's social media so i haven't done it yet so golden boy and two-tone if you're listening i miss you too now a lot of people have been asking if it's tough to foster often saying that they couldn't do it because the emotional connection the inability to give them up after bonding with them and a lot of friends have joked about how i'd end up having 10 dogs sooner than later and while I do like to laugh at that and, and, and have been hit by the emotional connection aspect of things, um, it's, it, fostering is, is, is awesome. Um, the only silver lining about that first week was that uh, I, I had to drop them off on a Saturday. Uh, I distracted my emotions that night with work. And then the silver lining was being able to pick up two new puppies the next day which was awesome and beautiful and at the same time because these two were barely six weeks old when I got them. And these are the, 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 the set that I have right now. It's a set of Husky mixes. And I think the litter had maybe eight or nine in it. And I was fortunate enough to get a brother and sister. The female actually has very beautiful eyes. And the brother is straight up a Husky boy. I mean, this boy is thick. How thick, you ask? Well, after getting them home and set up in their temporary home for the next three weeks, I quickly saw that he was too big to fit through the gates that I had been given from the rescue. You know, the first day or two consisted of a lot of walks, picking up puppy poop and naps. It wasn't until later in the week that I questioned my own patience and if fostering was a good idea for how I'm attracted to crazy. While the blue-eyed sister was absolutely beautiful. I mean, I'll try to share some photos of her. The eyes are absolutely stunning. I quickly found out she is not only husky with high energy at six, seven weeks old, she's an escape artist and certified batshit crazy. It took me three different setups to find a way to contain her and her brother, mainly her. Unlike her chubby sibling, who just wanted to nap and eat with the occasional walk, she realized she could sneak through the spindles on the gate that I had set up. The first time I thought it was my, Gru- my MacGruber-like building that failed and resulted in her delivering puppy poop on my rug. I reinforced what I thought was the issue and soon found out she was smarter than I am. 
I actually caught her trying to squeeze through the gated pen I had made. I decided to take some large cardboard cardboard boxes, double it up, and bungee cord it around the outside of her puppy pen. I felt good. I felt confident. I felt peace of mind. An hour later, I felt defeat. The type of defeat that makes you question your own ability as a human. This maniac had most likely used her brother as a stepping stone, somehow reached and chewed through the fucking bungee cord, pushed the cardboard out of the way, snuck out of the pen, and shit and pissed on the cardboard. Upon coming home and finding this lovely surprise, I also found her just chilling on my new pair of vans, staring at me with her beautiful eyes. Based on this and the fact that she terrorizes her younger brother and pretends to be innocent, they have earned their names. Her name is Amber, and the boy is Johnny. And yes, that is a reference to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. It's topical, it's funny, and it's very accurate. So I don't know if those names will stick. I only have them for two more weeks, but those are the names that they have earned. Even with this psychotic and terrorist tendencies, the fostering experience has been a joy. It's taught me a lot of more, more about responsibility, being selfless, and more importantly, helping a good cause. It's, it, it's, it's really amazing to kind of talk to the, the owners and the, the people involved in this, this nonprofit and this rescue organization and, and hear the, the so, so many puppies out there that uh, need help, need good homes. So me being in the, in the situation where I can actually help, uh, you know, socialize them and, and nurture these tiny bundles of pure happiness, hopefully help find a good home and is a rewarding experience. I mean, it's kind of like Tinder for puppies, to be honest. I, I know it sounds horrible, but it is. You have them for two to three weeks and they're on to the APL. So, you know, I, I know I could probably take one or two, but uh, they consider that a foster fail. And, uh, you know, I think they say you got to have two to three foster experiences before you can adopt one fully. So I'm going to keep fostering for the rest of the summer and uh, obviously be sharing with you uh, about how that experience is going. But yeah, Johnny and Amber are currently fighting in the bathroom and Based off of the yelping and yipping, it, it's her. Amber is definitely the uh, the antagonist in this set. So if you want more information and you're in the Cleveland area, Northeast Ohio area, feel free to drop by the website, shoot me an email, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get you dialed in if you want to help out or get involved. So as I mentioned earlier, fostering, you know, the definition of fostering is designed to like, promote growth and development. Oftentimes, fostering tiny human tubes with teeth, cats, dogs, or other animals, a lot of these successful fosters are found in rare places. They aren't rich. They aren't famous. They're just genuinely interested in making a difference. That's one of the goals of this podcast and brand. The curiosity constantly needs fostering, yours specifically. This, the hope is to kind of create a brand that does that. Again, think live strong, but instead of raising cancer awareness. We're trying to cure boredom and help foster your curiosity. This is not to sway anyone from the academic or, you know, achieving academic or scholastic achievements. By all means, get that diploma, get that degree, get that doctorate. Just remember the difference between schooling and education, though. Schooling is what they give you. Education is what you have in motion throughout life outside of academics and scholastic achievements. Think about your education as a whirlpool. It has a definitive form, but it's always in motion. Maybe that's the next topic of uh, the, the, uh, a show, the show is, you know, getting more dialed in with the difference between education and schooling. But we do have our, a couple shows earmarked and, and whatnot. So we, we will decide, design and decide how that goes uh, in the next few days. 
Um, but if curiosity is itself is a very, very complex concept. A lot of people use the word uh, loosely and don't understand what it is. The debate of whether it's an innate behavior or an emotion is still out there. And, uh, you know, people think that they're, they're curious because they can Google something and uh, get the top 10 results of, of something without even asking any further questions. So, you know, the, the future shows will help you design your curiosity and kung fu it and master it. Because, like I said, there are four different types out there that, you know, most psychologists and researchers orbit around. And uh, the design is to kind of help foster that, help, help build something that you enjoy listening to that doesn't have to do with pop culture, politics, or anything else like that. It's just trying to help you, the listener, kind of find that little piece of zen and, and, and educate yourself. So that's it right now. I mean, overall, this ten, the, the fostering experience um, has been great. We're looking to get, uh, like I said, I wanted to get at least one show done, uh, recorded and up. And kind of helped me, I guess, this, this over two weeks, this, this experience of fostering these puppies has been inspiring, got a lot more writing done, and uh, ultimately getting off my fat ass to, to get something out there for you, the listener. So hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, we do have a couple of updates and whatnot to uh, kind of share since the last uh, episode that we did. Uh, big kudos to my brother, Leo Talika. He, uh, he, he put together this memorial for two of his friends that lost, uh, took their lives to, you know, suicide and whatnot. And, uh, the first ever King Bear Memorial ended up raising over $14,000, uh, when it was all said and done, which is a fucking huge amount of money for a first time event. I think they had over 110 golfers there. And uh, it was it was a great success. Uh, unfortunately, my work schedule wasn't uh, permitting me to be there. But uh, big kudos to my brother and uh, his tribe of people that put it together. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this uh, in the future. But yeah, they, they raised a bunch of money and uh, have dedicated it and, and sent off the funds to the appropriate uh, nonprofits that the families designated. So that was a big, big, big win for the summer for, for my family and tribe. So uh, if you want more information about that, feel free. Uh, another, uh, I guess, personal brand piece of nugget of information was, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to do an interview for Voyage Magazine, which is apparently an LA based, uh, entrepreneurial based magazine where they look at artists, uh, creative types and, you know, kind of like all those eclectic type of people trying to do their own thing. Uh, they found me and I got to do an interview. It was a, a, an email interview. They had a bunch of Q&A that I got to submit. Uh, they submitted to me and I answered. So that actually, that interview went live. Uh, it is on their website uh, in the Voyage Cleveland website. Uh, it's available at staycurious.org. So you get a little bit of peek about me personally, my story growing up and how, how I've ended up here, how staycurious.org came about uh, and all that good stuff. So that's on the website. Check it out. Um, and as I mentioned, I mean, we're, we're, I guess, one month away before summer ends. So it's been a good time so far. Um, Cleveland is uh, fun. The 216 in the land. It's been an enjoyable ex- experience so far. Uh, we do have a lot more uh, sharing and, and, and info to share with you. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to uh, be in a part of Cleveland where I'm literally right next door to a golf simulator place. Uh West Bank Golf Club, big up to Jay, Jim, and Gabe. Uh, hopefully going to get them on the show and uh, talk about golf and their experience uh, building this business out and uh, making it live and using golf as a tool to kind of, you know, educate people. And I guess golf is a great metaphor for life, you know. But more on that with them later, hopefully. 
Uh, and again, a lot more coming. Uh, we have a couple more shows that we're going to try to plow through this week and, and start getting two out a week. Little five-minute, ten-minute doses versus these long two- to three-hour episodes. That just uh, takes too much time, to be honest with you, and uh, it's not as enjoyable. So we're going to make it more digestible moving forward, and uh, yeah, that's about it. So if you've made it this far, thank you. Truly, I appreciate it. Uh, there's a lot of content out there, and uh, how you choose to spend your time and listen, um, it's greatly appreciated. So if you've made it through this show, or any of them, big big thank you. If you're a fan of the show and have made made the time to, to leave uh, a rating or two, again, appreciate it. And if you haven't, please, please do. I mean, it's a new show. I think we've just eclipsed 3,000 downloads, but uh, hopefully get those numbers up uh, sooner than later. So again, if you're interested in having a conversation with yours truly, uh, drop an email. Um, I'm not going to give you a newsletter. Uh, it's more one-on-one conversation. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to do any of that shit. We don't do newsletters. It's uh, one-on-one communications, preferably. We'll do the Zoom. We'll do the video chats. Uh, we'll, we'll make a phone call even if, if you really need uh, the consulting or the uh, the, the chatting. But uh, don't be shy. Uh, get out of your comfort zone and, and stay curious, if you will. So... Other than that, thank you for listening, and until next time.